0: I kind of had to like reteach myself how to like place value on what mattered most to me, mm-hmm. um, and it definitely took like a year. I would say it took me a lot of time, um, but then once I, I don't know, I just kind of like gr- got back into my groove, um, and I'm just really grateful for that because I feel like now I'm in such a better place, um, just like way happier, mm-hmm. um, and I think that has shown like in all aspects of my life, really. So. I'm really happy now, um, but yeah, definitely I would say for anyone like watching, I guess, um, just like learning or do- not being afraid to ask for help. I feel like that's <laughs> such a like yes. huge. That's a huge theme.
1: This podcast is a Cannonball Media production. Welcome to Unfiltered Waters. I'm Missy Franklin.
2: And I'm Katie Hoff. We're giving you genuine conversations to get to know the person beneath
1: the athlete. Unfiltered.
2: Unfiltered.
1: If you follow Katie and I at all, you know that we are obsessed with cold water immersion or cold plunging. My experience began as early as 12 years old when our moms would go to the closest gas station after a final session at a swim meet and fill up the hotel bathtub with as much ice as they could carry so we could recover and be our best the next day.
2: Now, thanks to Edge Theory, this experience couldn't be any easier or more available. They have created a cutting edge, all-in-one portable ice bath and hot tub that can cool the water to 37 degrees or heat it to 105 degrees all within two and a half hours. It also has a state-of-the-art filtration and sanitation system, keeping the water clean and ready to use 24-7.
1: For me now, cold water immersion drastically increases my energy, especially when I need a boost halfway through the day after chasing around my two-year-old all morning. And I've really been focused on lifting and it really helps reduce my muscle soreness. For me,
2: it's about the mental clarity in the morning. It's the first thing I do. I love getting something really hard and challenging done out of the gate. And that dopamine rush is amazing. So
1: click the link in our show notes to learn more and get your Edge Theory cold sub today. Katie and I have spent literal decades of our life in chlorinated water and get asked all the time what we use to keep our hair and skin healthy and strong. Ever since being introduced to TryHard, we know we will never go back to anything else. TriHard is the only
2: sports company offering pre and post solutions to effectively prevent, protect, and treat your body from the adverse effects of sweat, pool, and ocean chemicals. Their formulas are powered by Plecotech, their proprietary patent-pending cleansing technology based on the optimal ratio of natural red algae, dead sea minerals, and botanical extracts.
1: Our personal favorite products are their pre and post solutions, which literally get all of the chlorine smell out of your hair and leave it feeling so hydrated instead of super dry and brittle. So click the link in our show notes to learn more and get your try hard today.
2: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Unfiltered Waters podcast. Today we have our very first in-studio guest. We have the incredible Alex Walsh. Alex is an Olympic silver medalist, a world champion, a multi-time NCAA champion, and just a really, really awesome human being. Missy and I had so much fun talking with her about her experience at Golden Goggles out in LA. We dug deep into her work with her therapist and how it's really allowed her to shift from last year to this year. We talked about the culture at UVA, how having so many athletes gunning for an Olympic team can be used to her advantage. And finally, we talked about her amazing suit line with her sister, Gretchen, and why the word individuality is so important to her. We enjoyed this conversation so much, and
1: we know you will too. Enjoy. All right, Alex. Welcome to Unfiltered Waters. Please. Our first in-person. Yes. Welcome to our studio, a.k.a. Katie and Todd's guest house.
0: I love it. I love it. And welcome home to Nashville. Yeah, I know. So happy to be home finally. I'm sure. Yeah. When was the last time you were home? August. So wow. yeah, it's been a couple of months. Um, that's the one con I feel like of living like an eight hour drive away. But it's okay. I'm happy to be home with my family. So it's good. Good.
2: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have like set traditions like games,
0: 5K, stuff like that? Five, uh, <laughs> not particularly. I think like... Our main thing is that we always make the turkey. I think that's our big thing.
1: How do you make it? Are we smokers? Fryers? Um
0: we're 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 in the oven. Oven. Traditional. Yeah. In I the love oven. It. This year I'm making apple and pear crumble, which oh. I made for my team a couple weeks ago and it was a hit. So I called my mom immediately after and I was like, I need to make <laughs> this. Um and she was like perfect. And then I also for like normally I would never be able to run like the local Boulevard bolt because I would have some practice Thanksgiving morning. But now that I'm like, college student. I don't really have to get like, I'm not required to go to practice. Like I've started to do the bowl and it's like a five mile. Are you doing it this year? Oh, yeah. So so oh, really? Yeah. Oh, we're cool. Doing... So let's oh, together. Uh, we wait, have Kate. Are the you jogger. guys running though? <laughs> She's gone. She leaves town tonight. Oh, no. I'm so sad now. But
1: no, we're going to like walk, run
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm super slow. I'm a walker. Oh. I'm also really slow, but this is my like third time ever doing it so I'm like really excited it's our first I've never done it before okay we'll meet up yeah we'll meet up I'm so excited it's like a social event for me I've (laughs) heard it's
1: so crazy like just so crowded a
0: lot of people (laughs) and a lot of like Different kind of, yeah, like you'll be walking one down one side of the boulevard and there's people like actually training for like the Iron Man on the other side. And I'll Good for you. Back. Best
1: of luck. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is so awesome. Yeah. Okay. We'll meet up tomorrow. We wish you were Enjoy. Here to join us.
2: Yeah. I have FOMO.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you just got back into town from Golden Goggles. Yeah.
0: How is that? It was so fun. I um it was a little stressful going from like invite golden goggles back home yeah. and making sure like um, work was squared away and everything. But, um, we always, I feel like the Virginia crew always brings such a big group because like this year we had four girls on the team. So we each brought one of our teammates. So there were like eight of us there. Um, it was so fun. Like we just, I mean, we just have a really good time together and, um, yeah, like we all went exploring too. one of our friends got a tattoo there from like an LA artist. It was awesome. What'd you get? She got her dog in a locket. It was the best tattoo I've ever seen. That's so sweet. Yeah. It was so cool. So like, yeah, it was just awesome to get to explore and like I personally love golden goggles because I feel like it's a fun way to see people outside of the pool mm-hmm. and like I don't know it's just a different setting and it's like the vibes are I, per- I prefer them than like yeah. I swim me I'm like yeah it's way better
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like um absolutely <laughs> you're like dressed
2: up your hair is done makeup, yeah. like, yeah,
1: yeah. we've really always loved it
2: loved it <laughs> I feel like the only thing is like it always makes me know for sure that swimmers need heel training. Like, yeah. you, you oh. will see all of us, and are like, oh, yeah. yeah, that's why
0: we like swim. baby giraffes <laughs>
1: walking for the yeah. first
0: time. No, Abby, Abby Whitesell, Gretchen, and I, we were, like, presented all together, and she's, th- like, someone took a picture of us walking down, like, back to our seats, and we're, all of us are looking down, <laughs> making sure that we're not okay. falling. <laughs> she texted us the next morning, and she was like, yeah, we, this is all of us making sure we didn't fall. fall? And yeah. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's tedious. That's yeah.
1: So fun. Any great stories that came out of Golden Goggles this year? Was everything pretty uh that can, that can be shared on a
0: podcast? <laughs> I know, right? Um yeah, I think it was it was fun. I think for me, this isn't like a particularly funny story, but like seeing Eddie win the mm. Impact Award, I was like almost crying cuz yeah, I just like he's just such a great person and I just like love being around him. So it was really good to see that, yeah. And I didn't, like, Gretchen and I were both shocked. She was like, I'm shocked that I won a golden goggle. And I was like, that's so awesome, though. Um, and so, like, yeah, my, me and Ellen Nelson, who's like, one of my closest friends and teammates that I brought. She, um, we were like sitting together and we were like had our phones out. We literally looked like the like that mom and being girls. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it was Not just a regular sister. I'm yeah, a cool sister. Cool sister. But yeah, it was really fun. And then like obviously after is just like a good time to socialize and like yeah, yeah hang out
1: for sure. And like you said, it's really special to have that time away from the pool too, because you do get to experience people in a different atmosphere. And it is, they're so drastically different that it's nice to see people just relaxed and, and not only enjoying it, but also we talk about this a lot, taking time to like stop and recognize the accomplishments, Yeah, which I feel like so many people in that room are so goal oriented, are so motivated that it's constantly like, okay, what's next? What am I working on? What am I fighting towards? That sometimes... I know when I was training and it's something I've had to get a lot better at, you have to like stop and be like, look at what we've done. You know, like this is really amazing. And to stop and actually like celebrate not only with yourself, but with your team, because this is an unbelievably special team and legacy to be a part of. Yeah, And you guys are carrying on this tradition of like decades and to stop and be like, we're, we're still doing it.
0: Yeah. It's cool. Like I was just thinking about that. It's cool that, um, you're right. Like it's a time to celebrate. And also when I would explain to people like what the event was when they were like, Oh, why are you going to LA? They were like, how do you get invited? And I was like, you have to be like a member of the world's team. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's such like a cool thing to say that you're a part of. Um, yeah. So it's just nice to be able to like recognize the achievement, even though like it was like low key, a tough summer just because Mm -hmm. like there were a lot of silvers and there's always that expectation, you know what I'm saying? So, but just like recognizing that, like, we still performed really well. Like that felt good. You know, absolutely. That's
2: awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like November for swimmers is always, it's fun because it's golden goggles it's Thanksgiving, but it's also when big meets hit. Yeah. It's like you're having to also train and stay in it. Mm -hmm. Um, we'd love to hear just how the invitational went, the Tennessee invitational went, your thoughts on it. And I always feel like Olympic year is a little bit interesting because you're swimming short course. Your sights are obviously on long course. Yeah. You're coming out of NCAAs or from last year, how do you view short course in this lead up to this summer?
0: Yeah, I, um, so actually the way that the invite Tennessee invite was structured was like we had long course in the morning and then short course oh, at night. Awesome. And I think, I think a lot of people are starting to like emphasize the long course mm-hmm. just because of the Olympic year and everything. So, um, that was like a good check-in just to like, keep in touch with the long course racing. Um, and I know a bunch of us on UVA and um, a bunch of my friends like in the NCAA we're going to um, U.S. Open uh, mm-hmm. like in next weekend, I guess. So that'll be fun. And then um, – but, yeah, I mean, I honestly was really happy with um, like the way I performed and also our team. I think like last year was definitely one of the rougher years that I've had and like kind of just was like not – super focused, Mm -hmm. like very distracted, kind of like wanted to take a break, but also had to stay in it. Um, And then I got back and like, kind of had set like expectations for myself. I was like, if I hit this time, it'll be good. And I like really kind of like went under those. So I was happy. Awesome. Um, Yeah. And I think it's hard to, we kind of put an emphasis on like not fully, fully tapering until like NCs and like only NCs. Um, So to be popping off times that are like really good right now. I was super happy with. And like it's funny because <laughs> I'm super happy with um my swims but like Gretchen just was out of this world. <laughs> out of this world. <laughs> and we were racing in the 200 free and she was like we don't ever race anymore. And I like, hear this. We used to this. race. <laughs> we used to race a lot in high school and like we were training partners and stuff. Um and like that definitely was a source of bonded us but was a source of tension like we would bring it home to dinner sometimes and like wouldn't talk just be sitting (laughs) on like opposite sides of the (laughs) dinner table but yeah this was our first time racing in years and both of us were like oh my gosh I hate racing the other one because like it's just stressful because both of us want to win but we're both like you want the other person to win (laughs) yeah we're like super good but it shouldn't matter but it does and it's like she was freaking out and then She, the first 25 goes and she's literally ahead of me by like a body length. I was like, what's going on? (laughs) She like breaks my like UVA record. I was like, you're the worst. Like you were stressing out. I had to calm you down and then you just actually whooped me. So like, whatever, but it was fun and it's really cool to see her pop off because, um, like just her trajectory is so fun to follow Mm -hmm. Um, Even though like I'm her sister, it's still, I'm still a fan too. So it's like cool to see that. That's so cool. Yeah. You guys have such a
1: special relationship. It's so fun to watch it. And I want to go
0: back a little bit because thank
1: you for sharing about, you know, feeling like you were a little out of focus and had a hard time for those who are listening that are maybe in that same place, kind of how did you get back on track? I think it takes so much in the first place to even like recognize and admit that to yourself. Like, okay, I'm not as focused as I should be. There's other things that I'm thinking about. How did that look for you in terms of like recognizing it and then actually taking steps to refocusing and getting realigned with what it was that you wanted to accomplish?
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I definitely, like it took me a lot of time and I think like mainly it was just things going on in my personal life that was just bringing me down um, and I was just like, I didn't enjoy being at practice as much. I didn't want to be at practice. And I was just not like, I wasn't the person that like, I knew that I was inside. Like, I felt Mm. like I had just like, I was just going through one of those like low points. And, um, finally, honestly, it was my parents that were like, we think you should start seeing a therapist and like, just, just being able to talk it out. Cause I think like the problem was I was, I didn't really have an outlet to like, and I obviously I have like a great support system and my sister and my parents are obviously very close to me, but sometimes you just need that, like that a different person to talk to. So I started seeing my therapist in Charlottesville and she like totally helped me realize like what my priorities were, Mm -hmm. how to stay focused, how she gave me like help on how to talk to my coaches and ask for help. Like, I think that was the biggest thing was me figuring out how to really rely on the people around me that like cared Mm -hmm. about me. Um, and then realizing what was important in my life, which was swimming, my friends, um, obviously like school and social are also really important to me, but like really, I kind of had to like reteach myself how to like place value on what mattered most to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and it definitely took like a year. I would say it took me a lot of time. Um, but then once I, I don't know. I just kind of like got back into my groove. Um, and I'm just really grateful for that because I feel like now I'm in such a better place. Um, just like way happier. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that has shown like in all aspects of my life really. So I'm really happy now. Um, but yeah, definitely I would say for anyone like watching, I guess, um, just like learning or not being afraid to ask for help. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. such a, like, Huge. That's a huge theme, but it really was like figuring out how to solve my problem. And the best way was just to rely on others really. But yeah.
2: I'm curious. Are you still like, will you continue to work with the therapist, even though you kind of feel like, okay, I'm in my groove. I'm happy. Are you going to continue to work with the therapist?
0: Yeah. Still, still working with her. I don't see myself not working with her. I think like, even though I'm in a, I'm in a great place, there's always something, um, just to work on either with like confidence or like figuring out um, like I think I'm in also I'm 22 so I'm kind of like nearing the quarter life crisis where I'm like <laughs> figure, where I'm like I'm an old lady <laughs> once again yeah Where just I'm like trying to figure out what I want to do in my life yeah. And I think like she's been a great person to talk to just trying to like yeah figuring out like what my goals are and obviously like um, like one day I will retire from swimming and like, what is my life going to look like after that? Cause, um, I know that can like, I'll probably struggle as most people do. Like, what do you do after your sport? So I think like, she's always going to be someone that I can go to now just for like any, anything in my life. So yeah,
2: that's all. I, I asked that. It was kind of a leading question, but I just think sometimes people think like, Oh, therapy, like it's only when you're struggling and I actually think it's the opposite. It's like, you should continue to have that yeah. Kind of like that third voice to be able to help you talk through things. And like, even if you go to a session, I know you've talked about this, and it's just to like talk about your day or talk about a win, like that makes a huge difference. So I love that you're continuing to do that because, yeah, yeah, there'll be more challenges and there'll be more things to talk through. So that's amazing.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I definitely want to like continue for, you know, as long as I see fit. But yeah.
1: And it's just awesome to have that unbiased opinion as mm, well. Yes. Yeah. I think. Katie and I joke that finding a good therapist it's like dating. Yeah, like when you find your person, it's like (laughs) oh my gosh, like never letting you go ever. (laughs) (laughs) So mine is mine's still in Denver, and I love her dearly. But I think it's it's such an important message for people to hear because what's so powerful about what you did is I feel like you went to the foundation and you were like okay, you know this is why am I unfocused? And instead of just like slapping a band aid on it, you were like, no, I actually want to get to the root of this problem. And I think that's where I, that's something I didn't do leading up to Rio. Yeah. And so I don't want to say that's where I made a mistake because I was just doing the best I could at the time. But I feel like going into Rio, I didn't really have the time either. I mean, it was, I mean, a couple months away, Yeah. but I was in that same where I was like, Things are just not right. Like, I know that they're not right. I've never felt like this mm-hmm. before, but I just kind of had to slap the Band-Aid yeah. on it. And so I think it's so good for people to hear you say, like, yes, this is something that's going to take time. Like, it can take a year, mm. but now you're sitting here like, I've put in the work, I've put in the time, and because I started at the foundation and have really been working on this, I'm in a place that I'm so proud to be. And just to hear that you're happy, like for me, that- I got chills. Yeah, like (laughs) that means more to me than anything else because I think both of us know and you know, and hopefully some of our listeners do, but I think it's something we have to learn. It's kind of cliche, but genuinely the happiest swimmers are the fastest swimmers. Oh yeah. Like you swim the best you swim when you are truly like at peace with yourself and in your life and you have that sense of contentment and what you're doing every day is bringing you joy and yes. making you feel fulfilled. So I'm so thankful that you shared that with us and with yeah. everyone who's listening to be like, yeah, it's hard work and it takes time, but like, do it, yeah. like do the work.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like swimming, like you have to do the work, you know, it's yeah. like, like, yeah, the band aid. Cause I did do that for like a month or two yeah. and then it was just like, no, you got to, we got to figure this out. <laughs> we got to get in here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Go. also
2: going to make you have such a great relationship. You talk about, you know, beyond when you retire, all those things, whenever that is. But if you're happy about yourself, you're happy about the sport, you're going to want to stay involved. You're going to want to be a part yeah. of that community. And I think that's something that I didn't do. And I took me like seven or eight years
1: back. <laughs> but, yeah, you made it.
2: But I think being able, like that is such a gift to yourself to be able to be like, okay, I retire, but. I don't then lose this entire community that yeah. I've had for decades. Mm-hmm. That's going to make your transition so much better. You're going to stay so much happier. Yes, yeah. it will be hard, but like that piece of you won't go away. Yeah. And that's that's huge.
1: Mm-hmm. And we know that community is a huge piece of what you've been working on. You said you've been relying on those people in your life. So let's talk about UVA a little bit because I know that that's just an unbelievably special place and what you guys have cultivated over the last several years has just been Honestly, like amazing to witness. It's just yeah. been incredible to like, see what, are they doing yeah, over there? <laughs> what you guys are accomplishing together. But maybe tell us a little bit about what that training environment is like, your relationships with your teammates, and just why it,
0: it's so special. Yeah, this is my favorite topic to talk about. <laughs> I could tell you um, because I just I love I love everything about Virginia. Um what was the question I got distracted. Why? <laughs> why is it so amazing? Tell us why, why you, you guys love it. are so awesome at UVA? <laughs> yeah, I think um, so like a lot of people ask me um why like why did you go to Virginia? What made you commit to Virginia? And like it's funny because I I remember I like when I took my visit at, in a, in my junior year of high school, I actually like didn't want to go at all. Mm-hmm. I was super like I was on the plane like pouting because I didn't want to go because I was like missing some, something here in Nashville that all my friends were at. And so I had FOMO, which was like so ridiculous at the time because like, what the heck? And, (laughs) And I like, Anyway, so I didn't want to go, and then I got there, and I was like, didn't know anyone on my visit, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna like suck it up. I'm just gonna go down to the lobby at the hotel and like meet these people and like make a friend. The people that I met are literally my best friends now to this oh day, which is so funny to me. Um, like some of the some of the, the girls that I met are now my roommates. Um, the guys are like my closest friends. So it's just been it's funny to think now how like me just like getting out of my comfort zone because i'm kind of an introverted person and so Mm -hmm. me like you know being like let's go let's go make friends um like really worked out well because now (laughs) i have like my best friends ever so yeah but i really loved uva because of just the like the culture the environment i think that's like it's hard to talk about it until you like experience it but i kind of justified my decision by because I laughed the most on my trip, which is like kind of a fun way to put it. But I was like, my parents were like, where do you think you want to go? And I was like, I mean, I like, I was debating between a bunch of schools, but I was like, I think like Virginia, I just was like laughing like so much. Mm -hmm. And I was literally like laughing until I cried, which is, I feel like, you know, you know, when you just laugh until you cry and it's just such a great experience. (laughs) And you're like, man, (laughs) this is great. Like, and so that happened so many times. And I was like, okay, I just feel like it's right. And um, my mom always told me, she was like, don't go to a school for the coach because you never know what could happen Mm -hmm. and like with everything. Um, And so I didn't really go to the school for the coaching staff, but like now being there, I'm so grateful for them um, because I mainly work with Todd and Blair. Um, Todd's the head coach and then Mm -hmm. Blair runs like distance, like I am stuff. So I've worked with them um, the most, but really I just like love the whole coaching stuff. They're always really fun to be around. Um, but I think the main thing of why I love it so much, especially now in my fourth year is like the attitude that's kind of expected of you when we walk on the pool deck is like happy, Mm -hmm. like you said, um, happy, positive, um, like grateful to be there. I think I don't obviously like we all know swimming is like so physically demanding and like you (laughs) don't want to go to practice sometimes. But even when we do that, like the hard stuff that you know is coming on like a Thursday afternoon, you're like, I'm literally about to do 4am. Like I just, I get to the pool and I'm like, you know what? It's like, I'm so happy to be part of this team. I'm just going to take that with me. Like, I think I have learned more than anything how to just be like grateful to be a part of that team. And like you said, it's been super cool to witness and just to think about being a part of so like it's literally history. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just unbelievable. I couldn't have asked for a better college experience. I think like no matter where I would have went, I would have like made the most of it, but just to be a part of something so special has just been like, it's really like all I could have asked for. So that makes me so happy I know. to hear. <laughs> yeah. I
1: love that. Cause I was
2: actually really curious about, you know, when I was training, we had, uh, Facility, they don't even do this anymore, but a center where it's sponsored by the USOC. And so we had all these athletes there that were basically all gunning for the Olympics, yeah. which is awesome, right? Mm-hmm. That mentality. But it also brings tension because every single person is like, I have to make an Olympic team. So, and you guys have, I mean- Several, that, yeah. Several, right? So I'm just curious how where that balance is in terms of obviously being extremely motivating and being so grateful to be a part of it, but also managing all these personalities- Gunning for
0: the same thing. Yeah. Um, Honestly, like, props to Todd, because he does work with, like, we definitely, like, the people who are trying like to make the Olympic team and like have that goal. Like we know who those people are on our team and they definitely like Todd makes an effort to kind of check in more and be like, are we supporting you? Like just making sure that we're getting ready for next summer. Um, but he manages so many different personalities on the team. Like it's honestly comical to think about, (laughs) Um,
1: like we are so excited and honored to be sponsored by little words project, a company whose founder and purpose means so much to us and to others. Little Words Project is a company with handcrafted bracelets with custom words or sayings that serve as wearable affirmations of our worth and everything we are capable of achieving.
2: Each of their products have different inspirational words on them, and the idea is to wear your word for as long as you need it and then pass it on to someone who needs it more one day. The best part is they each have a unique code on their gold tag that can be used to connect your bracelet to their website where you can track where it goes as it travels from wrist to wrist. I have a day-by-day bracelet that I gave to Missy, and it's a huge mantra for us as we started this podcast to take it day-by-day as we keep rolling forward.
1: I have never taken it (laughs) off. It serves as such an incredible reminder to truly take it day by day and to be proud of everything we've achieved up to this point and hope to continue to do so moving forward. So what are you waiting for? These make the best gift for yourself or for others. They're available online at littlewordsproject.com or in one of their 12 brick and mortar stores across the nation and in over 900 Target locations as well. Happy shopping.
2: Cannonball Media is a full service podcast production company. They cover it all. From building out a studio to launching your first episode, Unfiltered Waters would not have been possible without them.
1: We are so thankful for Cannonball Media's support and a special shout out to our producer, Evan. Without this amazing support, knowledge, and experience, truly, as Katie said, this podcast would not be possible. They have helped us from day one when we came to them with the idea. Evan flew out, got our studio together for us, taught us how to use all the equipment, which was no small task. (laughs) And Cannonball has truly been there for us every single step of the way. And they allow us to put our best foot forward in video quality, editing, and podcast production.
2: Yes, and are you interested in starting your own podcast? It's so fun. We highly recommend it. (laughs) Please visit cannonballmedia.co to learn more.
0: Yeah. Um, it's just, it's funny because some, some people are like sassier and feistier than others. Like my sister included. Um, not that I'm not, but she's definitely like, up um, but yeah, I would say like, I, I, even though I love Virginia so much, like I wouldn't say the tension is like unavoidable because it's there because you know, it's like the stakes are so high Mm -hmm. and like a bunch of people are competing for the same spot. So it's like, it's the tension is there and you feel it in practice, but I think that's something instead of using it as a way to kind of like separate people. I think the philosophy is that we're trying to like use these same goals to kind of like work together and achieve them. Um, like I remember my first year, me and Kate Douglas, we were like, um, competing in the 200 IM like sporadically against each other. And it was kind of weird because we were both training together and competing for the same goal of to yeah. be like the best in the 200 IM. And um it definitely kind of like was something like we both were like starting to become hesitant to the 2 IM because we would ask that Todd, we was well, the other one racing it? I don't want to race it if the other one's racing yeah. it. Um, and he like sat us down in his office one day, both of us. And he was like, you guys need to start taking this like you guys are the two best in the world in this. So you need to approach it uh, together as this duo, as the two best in the world, and you need to take that and like let your let that fuel you. Let that Use confidence it. fuel yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And so he kind of told us that, and I was like, he's right. Like we need <laughs> like, to like. Oh, I hate when they're right. Like <laughs> now going into like especially international meets with Kate, like in the ready room knowing that like we are like two of the best ever is yeah. like, that's so much more of like a motivator than a, a deterrent. And I mm-hmm. think that's total, like he took that kind of like shifted my mentality and I'll like never forget that meaning. Cause it, honestly, like I had never really thought of that before. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, we definitely, so that kind of like, that's my point. He's like definitely trying to use it to motivate us instead of um create this like unhealthy, yeah you know, vibe. It's hard. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I will credit to you guys. Not just, not just time, yeah, but, true, but
2: being able to, you know, you're, you're, I don't think people sometimes even realize like how intense that is. It's already intense when you go to a meet with a teammate and yeah. you're this close. But when it's every single day in practice, every day, yeah, like that can get, I mean, I was Ariana Cookers, Kate Ziggler, like we're yeah. in the same events and it's like, some days it's like, oh my God, can, can you just like get out of here? Yeah, for a yeah, like <laughs> no, I can't really, deal yeah. with it today, you know, but <laughs> yeah. it is, it is if you, if you shift. And I think people listening, like there's, I always get that question of like, oh, like how do you, how do you stay, nice and, and polite and friends with a teammate when you're also going head to head. Yeah. And it's it just takes that maturity and that perspective to separate it and, and shift it to be a really positive. Thing.
0: Yeah, it really does. And I think there's also something to be said of like respecting each other and yes. kind of like being aware of the fact that everyone's working, working, working hard, Yep, working the same amount of hard. And then like, Oh, I think there is, we have this mutual understanding that like, no 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 one would say like oh well i'm gonna get this but you know what i'm saying like yes. we all know our audience and like yeah we're just very respectful of that which is good
2: i actually want to because i i well i was really excited this past summer to meet you but you were throwing up in the trash can <laughs> but i, I, I want to talk about this because it's I'm, a really great meet cute right there it <laughs> <laughs> gets better that. hold on but I, you know, you kind of made this shift of 200 IM am is your thing. You always swam the 400 I am, but you broke on the stage last year mm-hmm. qualified. And I have so much respect for that. Like people were like, oh, why didn't she show up? I'm like, because she pushed it that hard. And that's normal in the 400 I am like oh, yeah. to be throwing up like that to me. I was like, respect.
1: I don't want to meet you right now because that means you just let me come hold your hair. Yeah,
2: this, I'll be right there. Like you know that that means I, the 400 I am is just such a special type of pain, and I will battle people to the death with that. Like I just think it is, and I just want to hear kind of your mentality when it comes to the 400 I am, your relationship with the 400 I am, um, and how you feel about it moving forward.
0: Yeah, yeah, I throw up a lot at meets. <laughs> um, like. 4 am 2 am 200 anything it's like yeah. it's gonna happen um and i've actually like i've been doing that since like it's i obviously don't want it to happen but it just had does yeah and since i was like 12 wow. like i remember the first time i ever did i had broken some like net it was probably your nag In, like, saying, 200 backstroke. <laughs> and i was literally 12 and my mom was like are you okay and i was like she was like um, yeah and I think it's just like combination of nerves lactic acid I Mm -hmm. mean all of it it's all of it Um, and honestly it's become a meme on our team now like there are so many pictures of me over the trash can in our group chat like it's crazy Um, it's just and after the 4am was definitely uh, this past like uh, trials was crazy Um, but yeah I think like I so it's funny because I never swam the 400 a.m. in high school, really, ever. Um, I swam it, like, twice. And because I was like, I'm not doing that. I have other events that I'm good yeah. at. Why would I Why would you do that? That? <laughs> um, <laughs> that? But then my coach, uh, I had, like, two high school coaches, and one of them was John Morris. I don't know if you guys yeah, know. Him. Of yeah, of yeah. yeah, he's, like, he's up there in the world. Yeah. We love um, John. <laughs> So he always told me he was like, you would be great at the 4 a.m. because you, in order to be good at the 4 a.m., you have to be good at all 5200s. And I was like okay, well I'm not going to listen to you because I don't <laughs> want to do it. Um, That's a dumb and then idea. I, yeah. And then I got to college and Blair, one of my primary coaches, she was like, I think you should try it. And she kind of like coaxed me into it. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll try it. I ended up having a great race, like short course. And I was like, okay, like, let me try to like extrapolate this long course because I saw something and like, I know this is so toxic, but like I saw some swim swim comment and it was like, (laughs) it was like, this was a while ago, but it, it was after Tokyo and it was like Alex Walsh, um, your mission, if you choose to accept is to like, continue the trend of people at the Olympics winning the 2 a.m. and the 4 a.m. And I was like, this was before like Summer McIntosh jumped onto the scene. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'm a, I'll, I'll try it. Like I'll do it. I mean, I do accept. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, That's let's go. Like, I can do it. Yeah. I used it in a good way. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, so then I would, like, tried it um, and, like, really put my mind to it. I think, like, I have become so much more ambitious with my races, with, like, just putting myself out there, which um, is something that I'm proud of. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can bite me in the butt, like, I'll die on that last 50, but, like, I really just go for it. And... The 4 am is just one of those things. I was like, I'm just gonna try and see. Um, and ended up making worlds team and like getting fourth. I think I'm the happiest person to ever get fourth at an event ever. Because oh I God. was like skipping down the hallway. <laughs> I was like, I just want a best time. I'm done with worlds, and I'm not throwing. I didn't throw up at Worlds, And, and I'm not throwing up. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. And I was like so happy to get yeah. fourth place. But like literally, I was so proud of myself because I just it was a new event for me. And I like, I think the like the environment around like USA swimming and worlds is like this expectation to always be meddling mm-hmm. and always be, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, it's, it's great, but it also sometimes like undermines, you know, accomplishments that aren't at that level. Mm-hmm. But like, I was like, I can't believe I just got fourth at worlds. Like that's a crazy thing to be able to say. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I definitely had to remind myself of that, but yeah, it's, it's, my relationship with it is good. I think like I, respect it. <laughs> and, and okay. I know it's going to hurt, but like, I've really just kind of embraced it. I think every foreigner just has to, you just yeah. have to embrace the pain. Mm-hmm. Like, um, that's just, if you don't do that, then you're like, you're going to be like it's over yeah it's over i love how i'm
1: nodding along like mm-hmm, yeah. yeah you're like uh-huh, sure? yeah totally yeah
0: you're so right i
1: mean t- <laughs> turn back has it has its. oh i demons. would say
0: <laughs> accurate. I, I don't even swim it anymore i can't it's too hard it's the legs man the, the legs oh the legs it's horrible
1: you um, go numb you go numb and they turn it back more than any other 200 oh i, I agree would say. Yeah, yeah hardest I, one i appreciate that coming from Two (laughs) amers, best in the world. That means a lot, you
0: guys. No, I would say, yeah, 4 am and 2-back are, like, the hardest. They're so tough.
1: I'm obsessed with the fact that you just shared, like, how proud you were of fourth place. Me too. Because I feel like that's something, too, that as spectators, like, in the sport or out of the sport, sometimes we, like, project what we hope that you do, Mm -hmm. like, onto the athletes when it's, like, that may not even be their goal or yes. their, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and that was always my goal was the best time. Yeah. If that got me first, great. If that got me fourth, great. If yeah. that got me eighth, like, but it was always to me, like beating myself and being the best I had ever been. Yeah. And so I think that's so amazing for people to hear like, yeah, it was fourth, it was fourth at world. Like that is unbelievable. It was the best time. Like there is so much to celebrate in that. And so recognizing that and also helping people understand like these athletes have goals that A, may not be the same goals you have for them and to just kind of humble ourselves and be like, let's listen to what it is that they want to accomplish and what they're trying to go after and help them in celebrating that. Cause I, I remember watching Worlds last summer and feeling heartbroken in a way because the team performed incredibly yeah and yet there was still just I don't I don't know if I was, negative. Defensive. I was yeah. defensive for the
2: team there like how dare you <laughs>
1: the focus was on the lack of goals yeah. and it was like can we change the perspective into lack of goals into everything else that was accomplished and already looking ahead to next summer and what does that look like let's just focus on now and Mm -hmm. what just happened. These athletes have worked so hard to get to this point and what they just did. Let them have this, let them be proud before we put our own expectations and pressures
0: on them. Yeah. I think like you're right. It was a, it was just a weird situation where like there was this, like we were proud of ourselves, but also there was this like external Mm -hmm. like disappointment. It felt Mm -hmm. like, um, And yeah, that's, that's tricky to navigate. And I would say like, yes, there is always an opportunity to learn and grow Mm -hmm. and like, you know, improve. Um, but also I just think there's really like important aspects of the fact that like, we were like 18 out, like like 16 hours off our time. So you know what I'm saying? It's like, there's all these things that you just can't control. Um, and like, yeah it just i think there's reasons there's things to be proud of and there's also things to like grow from but the emphasis always on like what didn't happen it's kind of like Mm -hmm. i feel like that needs to like just either be you know ignored or like just it needs to be like muted and
1: that's hard too because then that's another thing we're asking you guys to do yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah which isn't fair but i'm going into this summer this next summer Already, it's so interesting because it's three years instead of four between Olympics. So that's already drastically different, but you've now already been to an Olympics. So you have one under your belt. How do you feel like that experience is helping you as you go forward, if at all, because Tokyo was so individual in its own way because of, of course, everything surrounding it and it being postponed and no fans. And I mean, there's so much going on there. So Are there experiences and things that you learned from Tokyo that you feel like are aiding you as you look towards next summer and and hoping to to make a second Olympic team? Or is it just two drastically different experiences that you're kind of approaching this as something totally different?
0: I think I think there's a little bit of both in there. I would say like I think going forward, I definitely now like know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that's easier for me to kind of use every, um, every me, every practice kind of as like, this is helping you kind of acknowledging the fact, like, I still get nervous, like, you know, at invite before, my races. And even though people are like, what, you went to Olympics, how do you get nervous for invite? It's just cause like I care and I want to do well. Yes, of course. Um, and I don't think that ever goes away, but even when that happens, I have to like, I'm constantly reminding myself, like this is preparing me for the big stage. Like mm-hmm. when that, like I don't want the nerves to like, um, come in the way of how I perform and like the nerves will be there for sure. But just learning to cope with them and live with them. I think that's something that I'm like, really making like intentionally doing now which I wasn't really doing before Tokyo um but I think there was also this um thing that like (laughs) thing there's this like I I would say like Tokyo kind of made me knowing that I went to the Olympics and that I already did it I think that kind of made me feel like I already knew how to do it again. So I was like, I already know how to do this. I already know what's expected of me. Like if I just do the same thing I did last time, it'll work out. And I think that was a little bit of my mentality last year was like, I already know what to do. But I really, what I needed to do was keep excelling and keep pushing myself. And so I kind of lacked in that department. Um, So this year, I've kind of taken like, a different mindset that like, I don't want to think about what I did in the past. Like I don't want to be thinking just about what I did in the past. I want to be thinking about getting better every day and like pushing myself in a way that I've never pushed myself before. Because, um, like for me, I don't know if I'm going to go to 2028. So I kind of just want to like, I'm putting everything on the line right now. Um, and so there's, I definitely have separated my mind, like the difference between, just relying on the bare minimum to make the Olympic team and then also um, like using my past experiences to help myself. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Like there's that two, there's that kind of like, yeah.
2: It's a it's it's a hard balance because on yeah. one end, you don't want to forget everything you right. did, right? You want to appreciate that and not just be like next thing, next thing, next thing. Yeah. But at the same time, to your point, you wanna you wanna look ahead, you wanna be like, okay, this is a brand new experience. Yeah. So it's I I love what you said of just acknowledging I don't hear a lot of athletes talk about last year. I was lacking on that. Like you're just uh, like acknowledge things. And I think that's very, very difficult to be that humble about, you know, maybe I could have done this better or that better, but that's, what's going to make you that much better this year mm-hmm. because you have that perspective. So props to you for. I mean, I know it's because you've done the work, yeah. true, <laughs> but, but it's, I mean, I think that's where I see, and I, I myself have messed up, right. is just not having that, direct beeline to be like, okay, that's where I didn't do well there. That's where I could have gotten better. And then pivoting and making the adjustment. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I I would say like, I kind of met with Todd earlier this year and we were just talking about, I just was like, I need like your full support going into this next year. Like I need to make sure that we're on the same wavelength 24 seven, just to make sure that I'm feeling 100% at my best. like come June. Um, And he was like, okay, well, like, what can we do? And I just straight up, like, I would just, I feel like now I'm like totally in a position where I'm like, I have nothing to lose. Like, I'm going to outline everything that I can do to get better, um, work on it as much as I can. Not really setting like an expectation, but just like continuously doing that. And then, um, yeah, like I just was like, Bullet points. Like this is what I need. Like <laughs> I love this that. is what I'm gonna work on myself. This is what I need your help at. Good um, for you. And I think like I was definitely a little scared at first. Like I got to school in September and I was like, oh my gosh, the Olympics. Like I don't want to think about it. Like I just kinda <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I'm just gonna keep swimming. And then I was like, no, I need to get in the zone. Like I need to be approaching every day with that. Like just in the back it can just be in the back of yeah. your head. But um I would say like I was definitely a little bit scared at first, but mm-hmm. just like I feel like embracing is a big word that I've been feeling recently, but yeah. yeah um, love that. yeah.
1: Is there anything in particular? Cause there is so much buildup around the training leading into an Olympic year. Is there anything that you look forward to about the training at Olympic year or going going into an Olympic summer? Like, is there anything that you remember from last time or anything that's going to be new this time around that you're kind of excited about versus something that's more intense?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, like, I'm excited for a lot of things this year. And actually, one of those things just happened in L.A. Gretchen and I did the, like, NBC promo. Oh, that. Those were so those fun. Those looked sick. <laughs> yeah, that was so awesome. And, like, <laughs> I couldn't even believe that that was happening. Because I think um, – I was talking to one of my friends recently, and I was like, it's hard. Sometimes I feel like when I talk to my teammates, like, it's weird because we're almost numb to, like, the yeah. success. Like, yep. just because there's been so much of it. Um But then I talked to my high school friends and I'm like, you guys, I'm going to like the NBC promo for Paris. And my friends like start crying. They're like, what? And I was like, I know it's so crazy. Awesome. Like, it's just sometimes it's like, so like, it's almost, I don't know, it's out of this world, like surreal. But so that happened. I think like, I just really look forward to, um, I don't know. Like, I, I look forward to – I. this is so weird for me to say right now, but I'm almost looking forward to, like, Christmas training because mm-hmm. I'm, like, just going to be a time where we can all be together and, like, yes, we are going to be buried. But, like, it's just, like, being together and working together about that. Like, there's a camaraderie in that that I always, like, cherish. So I don't know. I guess I'm kind of looking I'm forward to that. Bad. And I know
1: we haven't talked about it a lot because we – we really wanted to do it where like we focus on Alex for this episode and we focus on Gretchen for that episode, but hearing about, you know, doing things like an NBC promo shoot together, the things you have been able to, to experience. What is it like getting to do this with your sister?
0: I mean, yeah, it's hard to, there's no way like, her and I's story are so like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's no yeah. separating us. Um, but I appreciate that you guys <laughs> yeah. because we are, we do have our own past, but they're like parallel. Um, I mean, it just like it's so special, and I think more than anything, um, like our relationship has just become. It's not even like we're very close but I don't even like talk like hang out with her every day um, because I think we would like drive each other crazy but <laughs> um, you're still sisters. yeah, because sisters <laughs> um, but it's just like being able to appreciate the <clears throat> like the things that we can relate on that other siblings can't like in our sport but also with our sport comes so much of like the highs and lows and the mental mm-hmm. um, blocks and like successes and everything. I'm <clears throat> sorry. I think like that has just made us so much closer and like Mm -hmm. I just appreciate her so much more than like anyone else in my life I think and yeah it's really cool also because getting to say you're an Olympian that's like a huge feat that's always been a goal um but to like say that you went to Olympics with your sister like that's (laughs) so cool it's just so cool it's Um, so cool and like yeah it's not even like I want to do it for like the clout that would come with that like I just think that would be so cool (laughs) and such a great story um just to like have in your life I think um so yeah that's definitely like our goal is to go together Mm -hmm. um because it was just heartbreaking like last year and even though like because I had made it and it was just like I was sobbing like after I mean we both were Mm -hmm. after like her race didn't go as planned um but the excitement now, like, coming out of her, her success that she's had so far at UVA, like, that makes me so excited. It's just, it's just great. Really, I don't know another other words to describe it. It's so
2: cool. I mean, you guys are going to be able to tell, like, your kids. I mean, I know, like, that's, yeah. like, it's so beyond the sport of swimming. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, like, my sister, uh, Olympian, Olympian, you know? Like, it's just, it, like, I don't, cool is the only word to use. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, no. It's just really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, well, I want to uh, pivot a little bit into, although you should be talking about this, into your suit line, which is also insanely cool and just legendary. Tell us about that. Yeah.
0: So that has also been an experience that like I always dreamed of as a kid. I think like to be able to say that you have your own suit line, like that's that also cool. It's just so cool. <laughs> Um, but for me, the greatest satisfaction comes when like, I see like, even this morning at practice in Nashville, I'm walking around on the pool deck and there are all these kids with the suits on the caps on. And like some little girl yesterday came up to Gretchen and I and she was like, can you guys sign my cap? And we're like, sure. She's like, I'm asking for your suits for Christmas. And I was like, (sighs) that's just so awesome. Like to think about. And I think like, yeah, suits to suit. But like when you think about your impact that you have mm-hmm. on the sport outside of just um, like the medals and stuff like yeah. that. Like that seems that to me is just so much more fulfilling just in terms of like what I want to like what legacy I want to leave behind. Yes. Um, what how big or what, however big or small that may be. But like I just think, yeah, it's been really awesome. And I couldn't have asked for I think signing with swim outlet was uh, like unconventional in a way, just because a lot of my friends were signing with major suit brands. Um, and I kind of like pivoted and took a different turn, but I, I don't think, and people were like, are you sure you want to do that? If it's not like what people normally do. And I just was like, yeah, I mean, it's a cool, why wouldn't I like, why not? Um, and it's ended up being like, I couldn't have been happier with my decision to do that kind of as like my first partnership, just because I feel like, um, it's opened me up to like this different side of swimming. I feel like with, instead of just focusing on like competition and racing, I feel like it's been about like making the sport more inclusive and making it, Mm -hmm. making a big like emphasis that we have is like, providing affordable suits that like want to, you know, make you feel confident in the water. So kind of thinking about that aspect of our sport has been something I've really enjoyed. Um, And obviously getting to do it with Gretchen too, that makes it really fun just because we go to the photo shoots together and like my mom is eating it up. Like she's taking (laughs) pictures too. And it's just like, it's a great time. Um, And I love the team and everything about it. I just haven't, um, I feel very fortunate to have this opportunity to have so much freedom in mm-hmm. um, like in creating these products. It's just, it's been, it's been awesome.
1: It's, it's such a long process True. too, which I don't think a lot of people realize yeah. like this isn't something you throw together overnight. Like this is something that you and Gretchen have been working on with the sporty and swim outlet team for
0: what, a year, yeah. I mean, the, yeah, it's it's like a year per collection, yeah. so it's definitely. And there is a second collection, right? There's a second and a third. <gasps> is that da, breaking da. news? I don't even know <laughs> if I'm allowed to say that, but we can cut it if it needs to. But there will be a third, um, and it's gonna be awesome. That's and it's so like, exciting. I don't want to say too much, but it's coming out before the summer, so it's like, gonna oh be my really gosh, cool. um yeah, it's, it's been awesome. And I think that honestly, what I've loved most about it too, is like, I get to see, I can kind of see my growth through the collections in a way. Mm -hmm. Like, um, yeah, it's just, it feels really, um, I don't know. I just, I feel blessed.
1: It's such a personalized way for you to have an impact, which I love so much. Like, you know, you're seeing young girls, not just in your suit, but
0: like, in you yeah you know? yeah no <laughs> like, I know what you're saying yeah it's like I see myself yeah you know what I'm saying because I used yeah. to be obsessed with buying like the dolphin uglies and yep. like doing the grab like the goodie box or whatever the random box where you would order soon you didn't know what was coming like I used to be obsessed with that and so just to think that I'm like a part of that is mm-hmm. so cool yeah well so we say special. it all the
2: time like impact I think is the word yeah. like why we started this podcast you know and it almost takes the pressure off I felt like a little bit is like, I just want to leave an amazing impact. I want to be a great role model. I want to be positive. I want to be motivational. And that has that you could get fourth. You could get eighth. It's like how you act, how you, you know, Mm -hmm. how you show up as a role model. And I think that in my career, when I shifted to that mentality, it was like, oh, wait, like kids just want to look up to someone who's happy and smiling (laughs) and positive and real, right? Like real. And so I think that's, I love that you have found that.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, like, that was always what I even saw, like, when I was a kid in Missy, like, you remember, like, my mom and I always thought, like, she's mentioned it before, and she's like, Missy literally, like, changed the face of, like, how people even, like, perceive swimming, do you know what I'm saying? Like, you made it seem, like, so happy, and, like, you're so (laughs) genuine, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, that's the kind of, like, legacy that I want to leave behind, too, like. So yeah. yeah,
1: That means so much. Thank you for saying that. And I think we can all agree that you are a hundred percent doing yes. that without yes. a doubt. <laughs> We're just so thankful to have you and to have this conversation and we'll end with three questions okay. that we ask all of our guests. So the first one is tell us about a moment, an experience, a memory outside of the sport that has brought you an insane amount of joy
0: um okay actually okay yeah i can think of one my like (laughs) most defining moment in the past like this year honestly was graduation weekend um last year or in may just because i uh, um like some of my best friends graduated and like i think we kind of how we were talking about with golden goggles like the celebration of that is just so fun and like God, it was just the best moment ever. And like there, so there's like this tradition, well, it's a tradition now, I guess, but so they like one of the moms brought, bought a bunch of cakes for like uh, all the grads to eat. And instead of eating the cakes, all of my friends that were graduating, were throwing it at each other. And like, it was just the funniest thing ever. And like, I just remember feeling like, I don't know, it was just such like a great moment for me to like, be able to see how much I like love the people that I've surrounded myself with. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that's like specific enough. No, that's but perfect. perfect. I love yeah. that.
2: <laughs> well, you guys, I just have to know. Were you inside when you threw <laughs> <of this>? They, <laughs> you they, they inside. were
0: inside. They were inside oh, the wow. swim house, which is like our like where a bunch of the guys on our swim team live. It's really gross. So, You're so like, the kids kid <laughs> just walked in there. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, question number two is the same thing, but
0: inside the sport. Oh, okay, yeah. So I would say A lot of people ask, like, what is your greatest, like, what are you most proud of? And I think a lot of people expect me to say, like, the Olympic race. Mm -hmm. But really, what I was most proud of is, like, my second, our second national championship title. Because I think, like, to win one is awesome. To win another was, like, oh, we're part of, like we're creating a dynasty here, Mm -hmm. which has been like our motto, I guess. Um, and I remember swimming in that last relay and then like all of us just going crazy (laughs) after. And like, even though we knew we were going to win before the relay, like we finished it, we sealed the deal. We broke another American record. I think like that, the culmination of all of that together was just like, Oh God, it was the greatest feeling ever. Mm -hmm. We were like on cloud nine. Um, and I think so many of us had like like Kate and I both were like three for three individuals like that was just like unheard of. Yeah, um, yeah. And I remember thinking, <laughs> yeah, I just remember thinking like this is so awesome and just being so overcome with like joy. It's great. It's
1: what a lot of people too that aren't in the sport don't always understand is that team aspect, and that yeah. is what's so special about collegiate swimming. Is it's like so yeah, accomplishing something individually incredible. Mm-hmm. It's amazing doing it with a team that has literally been your family that like you would do anything for them, they do anything for you, like accomplishing something like winning an NCAA title together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a completely different feeling than winning even a medal at the Olympics. Yeah.
0: And like, cause I feel like there's this, like we even talk about it years later, you know, there's this like relatability that you then yeah. get and like the shared pride, which is just like, it just, It's awesome. It's so special. All right. Final
1: question. What is a word right now that is encompassing who you are, something that's motivating you, something that you're trying to focus on, something that's sort of rooting you down?
0: Okay. Yes. I think for me... um, that word, this has kind of been like my word over the past year, I feel like is individuality mm. um, because I think it's easy for me to get caught up in wanting to, you know, like I wouldn't even say wanting to be, but I think it's easy to see other people's accomplishments and be like, oh, I want to do that. Or like, mm. oh, I I wish I could do, you know what I'm saying? Like yes. kind of just getting caught up in that. And I think um, something that I've been trying to work on is like, recognizing my own successes being proud of that um and then kind of like we were talking about earlier like what impact that i personally want to leave on the like just rude like making sure that i'm staying true to myself Mm -hmm. um so yeah
1: I love that so much. Me too. I'm I don't like, want this I'm to I'm like, to end? You, were you a
2: part of our <laughs> conversation yesterday? <laughs> we're like, know. You know what we really need to get better at? <laughs> <It's> that. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't want this uh, conversation to end either.
1: I know. Well, Alex, thank you so much. Truly just yeah, coming yes. in here, especially on your Thanksgiving break while you're home means so much to us. We've had so much fun talking yeah. with you and we'll be cheering you on so much for anyone listening. Your sporty collab is on Swim Outlet. So please, please, please go check that out. And we will be cheering for you just as loud as we possibly can this next year.
2: Thanks, guys. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening and watching Unfiltered Waters. We are so grateful for your support. If you could please hit that subscribe button on any of the channels that you're watching and maybe even give us a rating or review, we would appreciate it so much. Thank you again. And we'll talk to you
0: soon.